Well, good morning to you. It is Thursday, January 26, 2023. Thursday, January 26, 2023. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Uh, real quick, um, Adam Schiff just announced he's running for Senate in California to take Dianne Feinstein's seat. Um, but I've already told you, I, I, I back uh, Katie Porter. She's, she's my man. Anyway. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. I appreciate you coming every day. It's very nice of you. Um, if you can, please bring someone along with you today or, or, or tomorrow. That would be awesome. And tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me uh, at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Maybe you want to send me a story. That's cool. Somebody just texted me a story. Um, to include my podcast, I, I included it in yesterday's podcast. So when you see a story out there, unless it's like really brand new, I, I've probably already done it, you know, because I, I'm really on top of this stuff. <clears throat> and let's start uh, today, as we usually do, with uh, Ukraine and Russia. So new waves of uh, missiles and drone strikes in uh, Ukraine. Ukrainian military said Russian forces have launched an unsuccessful overnight drone attack on Ukraine, mainly targeting central regions and Kyiv. Uh, Kyiv Mayor Vitaly Kanabayevov Klitschko said a missile killed a 55-year-old man. Uh, the first death from an attack in the capital since New Year's Eve, while uh, two people were injured. Uh, and you know what? I want to, I, I want to, I, I kind of want to say this. I, because this, this, in the United States, more people have died from gun violence than in uh, um, citizens, uh, not, not, not army, uh, people in the army, but uh, more people have died in the United States from gun violence and from mass, not just gun violence. Okay, let's narrow it. From mass shootings, more people have died from mass shootings, which is three or more uh, people dead at a, at a shooting. Um, then citizens have died in Ukraine since January, since January 1st. More people have died this year in the United States from mass shootings than in Ukraine from uh, from the war. Citizens in Ukraine. Not I, I, Obviously, there's a lot of soldiers. I don't want to detract from that. There's been a lot of soldiers that have given their lives in Ukraine. I'm talking about citizens from the bombings and everything else. You are more likely to die from gun violence in the United States than get killed in Ukraine. Think about that. Anyway, a little rant there. Um, anyway, uh, they went on. Today's rush hour assault came a day after Kiev secured the battle tanks it has long called for from the U.S. and Germany, which we talked about yesterday, a development that Russia warned was a dangerous escalation. A Ukrainian Air Force a spokesperson said as many as six Tu-95 warplanes took off from the Arctic region of Murmansk in northern Russia and launched long-range missiles uh, 
Kyiv. Authorities said air defenses shot down more than 15 Russian missiles fired at the capital, but they urged residents to take shelter due to the threat of more attacks. Ukraine's military said its anti-aircraft defenses shot down all 24 Iranian-made drones sent overnight by Russia. Odessa's governor, Maxim Marchenko, said several energy facilities were damaged, causing significant problems with the electric, uh, electricity supply. The country's top general, uh, General uh, Valery Zaluzhny, uh, said in a post on Telegram, Ukrainian air uh, defenses shot down 47 of uh, the 55 missiles Russian forces fired at Ukraine and Moscow's latest wave of attacks. He added uh, 20 of the incoming missiles were shot down around the capital of Kyiv. Zaluzhny said, the goal of the Russians remains unchanged. Psychological pressure on Ukrainians and the destruction of critical infrastructure. But we cannot be broken. That's what he said. Uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky has reiterated his rejection of negotiations with Russia before a withdrawal of Russian troops, which I agree with wholeheartedly. Uh, Zelensky told British broadcaster Sky News in an interview, talks would be possible only if Russia withdraws its soldiers, admits its mistake, and if there is a new government in Moscow. The president had already blamed negotiations with Putin's, Putin by decree at the end of September uh, a banned, sorry, a banned negotiations with Putin by decree at the end of September 2022. He stressed that a meeting with Putin made no sense. It's not interesting to me, not interesting to meet, not interesting to speak. He said in English, they don't want talks. And that was the case even before the invasion. President Putin decided so. So, uh, Germany's Prosecutor General Office says uh, a German citizen has been arrested at Munich's airport on suspicion of treason for allegedly passing intelligence to Russia. You probably don't want to be passing intelligence to Russia right now. That's, uh, uh, you know, maybe some other countries. I mean, you, you can get away with it if you uh, uh, maybe uh, maybe if you um, pass some information on to Sweden. But if you're going to pass it on to Russia, now's not a good time to do it. <clears throat> the man identified as Arthur E. was arrested on Sunday upon arriving in Germany from the U.S. The prosecutor said in a statement he is said to be an associate of Karsten L., an employee of German foreign, the German foreign, uh, foreign Intelligence Service, who was arrested in December on suspicion of spying for Russia. Uh, that was a, a story I think we talked about a few, uh, several weeks ago. Uh, I, I mean, I believe it was. Uh, there's been spies in several countries found and caught Russian spies. Uh, German defense minister Boris Pistorius said Ukrainians will start training on how to use Leopard 2 tanks and, and martyr inf infantry fighting vehicles a little later. Uh, his comment followed Berlin's announcement yesterday that it would send the tanks to Ukraine, ending a weeks-long Western political deadlock. Uh, Pistorius said, in any case, the aim with the Leopards is to have the first company in Ukraine by the end of March, beginning of April. I can't say the precise day. It's not just training to drive the damn thing and to fire the damn thing and to load the damn thing. It's training to also, uh, there'll be a mechanic on board, likely, to take care of everything. 
Uh, we talked about Slovakia yesterday uh, and their offer of T-72 tanks, which are, uh, uh, you know, they've already supplied them some. So uh, it will get, uh, Slovakia will get Leopard tanks, according to Slovak uh, Defense Minister Jaroslav Nod. Slovakia is not prepared to pass on its Leopard tanks to Ukraine as they replace fighting vehicles already sent to uh, uh, to its embattled neighbor. Uh, so that yeah, they, they they're set, they're sending the T-72s, which don't require training because the uh, Ukrainians already know how to operate those. Uh, Nad, they're much older though. They're not as good as these uh, uh, as uh, uh, the uh, Leopard Two or the um, uh, the uh, UK tanks or the uh, American. Um, Oh, boy, those other tanks. Uh, Ned told the TSR uh, news agency, the agreement with Germany that the promised Leopard uh, 2A4s would be delivered to Slovakia still applies. Under the agreement, they will get 14 uh, more Leopard tanks by the end of 2023 from Germany. So uh, this is actually a good deal for Slovakia. They had these old tanks that... uh, 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 they had, they had them for defense, but they're getting kind of old. So uh, Ukraine needs them right away, and they're getting some new tanks. Now, I think they sent 30, right? Did they send 30? I think they sent 30 over there. And they're getting 14, uh, actually 15, I think, um, from uh, uh, Germany. Still a good deal because they're better tanks. Earlier yesterday, Referring to the talks with UN High Commissioner for Refugees, uh, Philip, uh, Filippo Grandi, uh, Zelensky said in his nightly video address, the discussion focused above all on our people that the occupiers have deported to Russia. These are adults. These are our children. A mechanism is needed to protect and bring back people and to bring to account all those who are guilty of deportations which is a war crime. It, 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 it's um, uh, it's, it's uh, ethnic cleansing is what it is. You remove people, from uh, children, from where they were uh, born and their ethnicities get lost when they're re, uh, uh, um, uh, resettled in Russia. Sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll get to this. I am, he said, I am certain the UN institutions can show leadership in resolving the, this issue. U- Ukraine has for months denounced reports of mass deportations to Russia, often to remote regions, thousands of kilometers from Ukraine. Because otherwise, the people would just hike back in. Right? Uh, Russia denies any suggestion of mistreatment or criminal intent, describing the mass movements as evacuations. Zelensky has urged a senior UN official to help find a way to resolve what Ukrainian authorities decry as a serious consequence of the 11 uh, 11 months of war, the deportation to Russia of thousands of adults and children. And this is really horrifying. I mean, you're, you're, you're you're taken against your will out of your country. I mean, this would be if, I, if, if, like, Mexico came here and took me and dropped me off in the middle of Mexico City. Um, 
Turkey, uh, Turkey's foreign minister has ruled out resuming talks with Sweden and Finland over their NATO bids, saying such a move would be meaningless. It's, it's, getting, it's getting to be a problem. Uh, speaking at a news conference, Mevlut Kavasoglu also said there was no offer to evaluate Sweden's and Finland's NATO membership separately after Ankara pulled out of trilateral talks scheduled for next month following recent protests in Stockholm. Remember we talked about those protests last week? Uh, Swedish Prime Minister Ulf Christensen has said his country wants to restore NATO dialogue with Turkey. Turkey is a lone holdout. Well, Turkey and hung, hung, uh, Hungary, uh, Viktor Orban. But uh, right now, Turkey Turkey seems to be the difficult one. Uh, Orban, Orban's parliament is going to uh, probably approve it. We don't know yet. They were paid off. They were given money that they that were, was being withhold from them in, in Hungary because of the backsliding democracy going on by Viktor Orban. <clears throat> Victor Orban, the friend to the Republican Party, just to remind you. The Turkish firm Car Powership has signed an agreement with state-owned uh, trader JSC Energy Company of Ukraine to fast-track the use of 500-megawatt floating power stations to alleviate Ukraine's energy crisis. They will produce electricity to more than 1 million households, Options being considered for the floating power stations include mooring them in the Black Sea off of Moldova and Romania and connecting them to Ukraine's electrical grid with transmission lines. Now, I should mention, this This is sort of misleading, this story. They say that uh, uh, include mooring them in the Black Sea off Moldova. Moldova is landlocked. Um, Ukraine wraps around it to the south all the way to the Black Sea. So uh, if, if the power stations, and Romania is right next to there. So uh, if the power stations were off the Sea of Moldova, they would be off the Sea of Ukraine, right? Anyway, uh, the United Nations Cultural Agency has decided to add the historic center of Ukraine's Black Sea port city of Odessa to its list of World Heritage Sites. UNESCO said its move was a recognition of the outstanding universal value of the city and the duty of all humanity to protect it as it faces the threat of destruction due to Russia's war. The 19... Uh, now, on top of this, we will say the 1977 Additional Protocol 1 to the 1949 Geneva Conventions prohibits any acts of hostility directed against the historic monuments, works of art, or places of worship which constitute the cultural or spiritual heritage of peoples. And, 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 And as far as heritage, Ukraine existed hundreds of years before Russia. Just so you know. Um... So, that will be another crime Russia will have to deal with as they continue to bomb Odessa. And they were just bombing it last night. Anything from here on out that they bomb in the city center of Odessa is considered another war crime. Because it's a UNESCO site, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe not a war crime, but maybe a crime against humanity. I'm not exactly sure how they categorize it. Uh, We shall see. 
Uh, France's foreign minister, Catherine uh, Colonna, has arrived in the Ukrainian city of Odessa on a visit intended to underscore her country's backing of Kyiv. She said in a post on Twitter that she was traveling to show France's support for Ukraine's sovereignty now as before. Although delayed by that new wave of Russian strikes overnight and this morning, uh, Kolona was still set to meet her Ukrainian counterpart, Dmitry Kaliba, in uh, in that uh, Black Sea port city. So, uh, it doesn't look good. For Russian tennis player, uh, player Novak Djokovic, Djokovic. Uh, footage has emerged showing ten- the tennis player's father at a pro-Russian demonstration at the Australian Open. A group gathered on the steps outside Rod La- Laver Arena, uh, Laver Arena, after uh, Djokovic's quarterfinal victory over Russian Andrei Rublev. They held Russian flags one of which bore the face of Vladimir Putin, and they chanted, Serbia, Russia. A post on a pro-Russian YouTube uh, channel shows uh, Sergin Djokovic, that's his father, standing with a man holding the Putin flag and wearing a T-shirt with the pro-war Z symbol on it, which is equivalent to the Nazi symbol at this point. Uh, the elder Djokovic then makes a comment to the man, which is translated on the video as long live the Russians. Uh, Tennis Australia said four people had been questioned by police and evicted from the site over inappropriate flags and symbols and threatening security guards. Spectators have been banned from having Russian or Belarusian flags at the Australian Open after Ukraine's ambassador to Australia and New Zealand, uh, Vasil uh, uh, Miroshnyenko, demanded action when they were seen among the crowds. Miroshnyenko said on Twitter, It's a full package. Among the Serbian flags, there is a Russian flag, Putin, Z symbol, so-called Donetsk People's Republic flag. It's such a disgrace at Tennis Australia, at Australian Open. Uh, He was a bit upset, Uh, as we all should be. Uh, And Djokovic is a joke. He's got to go, as far as I'm concerned. And I don't think he should be allowed at the Australian Open if he's going to allow this to go on. If he's going to, if he's not going to, especially if he's not going to speak up against his own father, he really should. Now that I have your attention, let's move on. Let's try and fix the rest of the world. <clears throat> Maybe a little coffee here. So yesterday... Remember, we ended. We were talking about that crazy DeSantis thing. Um, uh, We can start with that, uh, 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 that we talked about yesterday. DeSantis rejected the pilot course in AP African American Studies being tested by the college board, the organization behind the SAT exam, as he believes it lacks educational value and violates the state's Stop Woke Act by promoting critical race theory. Okay, there is no evidence that critical race theory, which is a a graduate level academic discipline examining uh, systemic racism, is being taught in K-12 schools in Florida or anywhere in the United States for that matter. And by the way, this is an AP course. 
It's not required. Um, anyway, this one is is this this one course is no exception, but he fears the white race losing power so much that he's convinced it's bad. Three high school students, represented by attorney Benjamin Crump, are planning to sue DeSantis for rejecting that new high school advanced placement African-American studies course. I I think he's concerned about, uh, DeSantis is concerned about intersectionalism, uh, intersectionality. There's different terms for it. Originally, it's intersectionism. Intersectionism? Intersectionalism. Intersectionism, I think, originally. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty simple subject on how to tackle racism. And, and by the way, intersectionism is not new. It started in the 70s, but even before I learned about it, I practiced it myself when I was a young, when I was a child. I thought this because it made completely sense, complete sense. Um, I was a precocious child. Let's just say that. Uh, There are levels, and I'm going to try and explain it. There are levels of racism, okay? Maybe uh, uh, it's Asian men, then Indian men, then black men. And if you follow it all the way down the line, there's this woman, this race of woman, that race of woman. Um, But at the very bottom, the, the... the, the type of person who is the most uh, 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 the most has the most problems with racism the one that uh, has issues getting hired has issue issues getting services has issues with everything because is black women okay that's at the bottom they get the worst brunt of it they have to deal with the most they have to rise up against the most. You can attack racism in any category, right? But if you start in any category other than the very bottom, you're just going to have to do it again. So let's say you get rid of racism for uh, Asian men. Okay, there's still going to be racism for Asian women, racism for uh, black men, racism for black women. So... If you concentrate on ending racism for black women, and the rest will take care of itself. Because you've you've attacked the idea at its worst. People are gonna always gonna have uh, uh, others that they call out as being the problem. I mean, uh, critical race theory. Victor Orban, he's, he's uh, anti anything but white. Uh, so are the Republicans. The idea is a rising tide raises all boats. Thank you, John F. Kennedy. That was his quote. A rising tide raises all boats. If you start at the bottom and you raise the tide for that person, everybody will follow along. That's the idea of intersection and intersectionalism, intersection. Intersectionality. Inter. You know what? I'm gonna to have to look it at. Look it up. It's been a while since I've talked about this. Uh, by the way, if I'm woke, okay, uh, the anti-woke act that he has, and and all these Republicans are talking about being woke. If I'm woke and you're not, 
Doesn't that mean you're asleep? Do you want to spend your life asleep and not being aware of the world around you? Come on. I consider being called. If somebody calls me, that says that I'm woke, I'm going to take it as a compliment. Uh, so, moving on, the American Petroleum Institute and a pair of oil companies filed a petition for uh, certiorari. Uh, I hate this word. Certiorari? Yes, certiorari. Uh, with the U.S. Supreme Court yesterday in a bid to overturn a lower federal court, court ruling that blocked fracking in public waters off California's coast. Uh, just instead of certiorari, uh, just. Um, call it an overview and decision. <laughs> In 2018, U.S. District Judge Philip S. Gutierrez ordered a prohibition on permits of offshore fracking in federal waters off of California, ruling that the U.S. Department of Interior had failed to adhere to multiple federal laws. By the way, that ruling was under our current Vice President Harris when she was in California. A three-judge panel of the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld Gutierrez's decision last June, arguing that the Department of Interior violated the Endangered Species Act, uh, the National Environmental Policy Act, and the Coastal Zone Management Act when it allowed fracking and offshore oil and gas wells in all leased public waters off California. Now to time to call out the Biden administration, which includes Harris, by the way. In late August, the Biden administration, of which Harris is vice president, asked the Ninth Circuit Court for an bank review to overturn the panel's ruling. Remember, Harris was on the other side of this. Now she's on the Republican side of this. The Biden administration request drew the ire of environmentalists because it would have enabled offshore fracking to resume, but it was denied in September. The panel's decision prevents the Department of Interior from issuing fracking permits until it completes Endangered Species Act consultations and published an environmental impact statement that fully and fairly evaluates all reasonable alternatives. We will see what the court does with the review. The certiori, rari, whatever that is. Uh, Right after calling out the administration, I have to pat them on the back. It's not over yet. Uh, The Biden administration reinstated protections for millions of acres of wilderness in Alaska's Tongass National Forest that were lifted during a Trump era uh, regulatory rollback spree. Yesterday, the United States Department of Agriculture, uh, Department of Agriculture, uh, the USDA, announced that it has finalized protections for the Tongass National Forest by restoring long-standing roadless protections to 9.37 million acres of roadless areas that support the ecological, economic, and cultural values of southeastern Alaska. Okay, the roadless rule is to keep trucks from going in because there's also illegal logging that goes on, right? 
Uh, the roadless rule was established in 2001 to protect wilderness areas in the U.S. national forests from roads and logging. The Trump administration rescinded the rule in 2020 amid a flurry of regulatory rollbacks, prompting a lawsuit from a coalition of indigenous con- conservation and business organizations. The Biden administration subsequently committed to reviving uh, uh, the roadless rule in 2021. And now it's done until a GOP president takes power and rolls it back again. Moving on. Okay, so, so far I've called out the Biden administration. Then I patted them on the back. Now it's time to call out the Biden administration again. Yes, that's right. Although President Joe Biden vowed on the campaign trail to phase out federal leasing for fossil fuel extraction... His administration approved more permits for oil and gas drilling on public lands in its first two years than the Trump administration did in 2017 and 2018. More than Trump. According to the Center for Biological Diversity analysis of federal data released yesterday, the Biden White House greenlit 6,430 permits for oil and gas drilling on public lands in 2021 and 2022, a 4.2% increase over Trump's administration, which rubber-stamped 6,172 drilling permits in its first two years. So when some Republican nutball tells you Biden is doing nothing to get oil. You can snap back with that, that he's he's done more than Donald Trump did in his first two years of the presidency. According to the Center for Biological Diversity, these Biden-approved drilling permits will result in more than 800 million tons of estimated equivalent greenhouse gas pollution or the annual climate pollution from about 217 coal-fired power plants. It's possible this might have to do with supplying Europe with what they are missing from Russia, but I have no clue since this likely started before the war. So I haven't looked at the exact dates of all this. Either way, it's not a good thing. We need to pour everything into renewables, not into oil. Moving on. Two, it looks like Facebook a.k.a. Meta, in its rebranding, they decided to call themselves Meta, will restore Trump's accounts on Facebook and Instagram in the coming weeks, just over two years after suspending him in the wake of the insurrection. Uh, He was uh, suspended on January 7th uh, of uh, 2020. But remember, or uh, I'm sorry, January 7th of 2021? 22, 23, yeah, uh, 2021, uh, January 7th. But remember, he has an agreement with Truth Social, which he must hate about now because Truth Social is floundering and Facebook and Meta and Twitter. That's why he hasn't been tweeting because he's got this agreement with, with uh, Truth Social that he's got, and and I think the agreement has another eight months left into it, or maybe another six months left, where he has to reach a certain amount of uh, followers on True Social, and he's not producing. He's not getting them. So he's going to lose a huge amount of money if he can't do it. Uh, Meta President 
of Global Affairs, Nick Clegg, said in a blog post, Our determination is that the risk to public safety has sufficiently receded. As such, we will be reinstating Mr. Trump's Facebook and Instagram accounts in the coming weeks. However, we are doing so with new guardrails in place to deter repeat offenses. So I wonder if that means they'll have to review everything he says. Uh, Clegg said, Trump could be suspended for as much as two years at a time for violating platform policies in the future. Uh, in a post on his own platform through social, Trump acknowledged Meta's decision to reverse its suspension of his account and said such a thing should never happen again happen to a sitting president or any, anybody else who is not deserving of, of retribution. You were deserving, by the way. Uh, I doubt he really cares about anyone else's accounts, but believe whatever you want. Uh, Trump's campaign earlier this month sent a letter to Meta petitioning the company to unblock his Facebook account. And for those of you who believe AC the ACLU is an arm of the Democratic Party, the ACLU director, Anthony Romero called the decision the right call, joining several other groups in praising the move. He added, this is the ACLU, He's, he added, the biggest social media companies are central actors when it comes to our collective ability to speak and hear the speech of others online. They should err on the side of allowing wide range of political speech, even when it offends. Clegg said in the event that Mr. Trump posts further violating content, the content will be removed and he will be suspended for between one month and two years, depending on the severity of the violation. Now, I've always said that I will defend the right of Nazis to march in parades in the United States. And I still will. Anybody has a right to um, make themselves look like idiots, including Trump. That being said, I defend that right to a point when it's online because having a local parade and hundreds of people is different from being online and having millions of people, right? That's a different effect and that can cause much more damage. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thursday, January 26, 2023. Thursday, January 26, 2023. At 35 minutes, not so bad. Uh, I really appreciate you. Bring someone with you if you can today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.